in the next 30 minutes? We just want them to know that after we have done all to ensure peaceful election, if they want violence, we too, we have the men to respond. They will be forced to announce the NDC as a winner of the 2024 election. Anything short of that will be resisted. Anything short of that, they cannot go scot-free. At a time, Ghana campaigned to safeguard peace. NPP and NDC are in a battle of words over who has monopoly over violence. Following Bryony Champons, we won't hand over power comments. I think the person to speak is the president on this matter. We'll get to hear from civil society as they call on authorities to intervene. Meanwhile, render an unqualified apology to the nation for your reckless and senseless comments. We have details of Nyaho Nyaho Tamaklo's comments our statements to Brian E. Champona. And after more than 20 years of feasting with the homeless, the Joy FM Easter Soup Kitchen makes a stop at the Wager Leprosarium. Management and top personalities dined and danced with residents of the shelter. Ring your wrap of the day's event. You help me to be able to do these things to make these things. They shouldn't suffer. Mm. They've gone through too much suffering already. There's stigmatization and marginalization. I mean, one CD a day, it's not enough. We have all the details. We also have business. Now, ahead of the IMF World Bank Spring Meetings in Washington tomorrow, Senior Lecturer at the University of Cape Coast Business School, Seram Kawa, entreats Ghana's economic management team to show more commitment in securing a deal by end of April. Details of that shortly and not much later, traditional worshippers in the Akachi South District in the Volta region request for public holidays to commemorate their practice. That and more in this edition of Newsnight. Many thanks for your company. Let's settle for details now. And at a time, Ghana is campaigning to safeguard our peace. NPP and NDC are in a battle of words over who has monopoly over violence. Following Brian A. Champons, we won't hand over power comments. Ms. A. Champon, while addressing party supporters at Imprise in the eastern region after a health walk organized by the NPP, said the party will do whatever it takes to retain power in the 2024 general elections. He is also giving a signal that the NPP will face the NDC squarely if they attempt any radical approach during the elections. That's what he said.
And the NPP has been defending the comments by Brian e. Champon, whereas the NDC also says it is also ready to face them. It was first the NPP that is NDC that issued a statement. We've been going through that, but now the NPP has also um, come out with a statement justifying the comment. My colleague James Saveji has a copy of the statement signed by the party's uh, communications director. Joins us in the studio uh, with details. Um, let's go through it. It looks like it's the general secretary rather that signed that, right? Yes, okay. this was signed by Justin uh, Kudia Frimpon, the general secretary of the party. And if you look at the statement, three key uh, issues they've been addressing. First of all, uh, the statement says that the uh, Honorable Brian Champon was responding to the NDC's perpetual flag bearer, John Dramani Mahama, who had on many occasions described the 2024 general elections as one of, uh, quote-unquote, do or die for the NDC. It is, in fact, a known and no secret that the NDC has always resorted to violence to intimidate against their opponent during the conduct of general elections, and this was summed up by their 2024 as presumptive presidential candidate John Dramani Mahama and they quote the statement of President John Dramani Mahama saying that quote the NDC has revolutionary roots and that when it comes to unleashing violence nobody can beat us which is referring to the NDC so that's the first uh, issue they attack the, uh, the statement is tackling they went further to talk about uh, the basis for honorable Brian a champion's response and uh, that part of the statement says that quote uh, honorable Brian a champion thereupon proceeding to give NPP supporters a firm assurance that the party will not lose the 2024 general elections and Hanover power to the NDC but will do everything to retain power now considering the steps being taken by the Akufuado-led government to tackling Ghana's socioeconomic challenges, which have begun bearing positive dividends, and also by the conduct of the NPP since the advent of the uh, Fourth Republic, Brian Champon's comment can only be interpreted to mean that the NPP, just as it has done in the past, is determined to do everything legally possible to win the 2024 general elections and so those are the key issues mm-hmm. this is tackling and it concludes by saying that the MPP considers the NDC's attack on Brian Champon not only unwarranted but also attention seeking with all ill attempt mm-hmm. to emotionally blackmail Ghanaians to court their support. Okay, thank you very much, James Saveji, for giving us details of that statement. We can hear from the National Communications Director of the NPP, Richard Ahiaba. The NDC somehow thinks that it has a monopoly over violence in this country. So they are walking about threatening fire and brimstone in 2024. If you have someone respond to you that, no, we're not going to sit down and take what you are threatening, but we ourselves can respond, except we have chosen not to be violent. Just to put you on notice that we are prepared. That if you bring what violence you're talking about, we are ready to meet it. When you, when you speak those offensive words to the extent of suggesting that you are going to your victory and the NDC's pursuit is to fight for the second independence of this country, that is historically offensive. This country is independent. What is this thing about they are fighting for the second independence of this country? What does that mean? If you go to the Cambridge uh, Dictionary, it defines do or die as one being in a situation you plan to take a big risk in order to avoid failure. What is the risk the NDC promising do or die? What are they going to do? To avoid- 
Well, we can hear from the Deputy General Secretary of the NDC, Mustafa Bande. According to Richard and the MPP's logic, um, what happened in the Yasu West Wagon is justified. According to Richard and the MPP's logic, what happened in Techiman South, Ejra, Okaikwe is justified. Now, we are saying that we are only waiting for the IGP to restore order. If he fails to do that, we are not intimidated by their comments. We, however, will take precaution mm. and we advise ourselves. Mm. Now, going into transparency, and I've heard the Richard saying they will, they will. Now, it is common logic for him to have known that it is not the place of government to give transparent election. It is the sole duty of the Electoral Commission as an institution. Because this government is meddling and interfering into the institution of the Electoral Commission, they have forgotten that transparency and credible election, it is not the place of government because government is an interested party in the election and cannot be seen to be given transparency, cannot be seen to be given credibility to the election that it is going to take part. Now, what are we talking about? We are talking about a president that appointed political operatives as chairpersons of the Electoral Commission. That itself undermines the integrity of the Electoral Commission than any other thing. But we are saying again that our prayer is that the people of Ghana will continue to uphold confidence in the NDC. Well, on his part, MP for Ibuaka South, Samala Tachian, says the comments by Bryony Champon were just political talk and must not be taken out of context. It's been taken out of context. I was on the stage, actually. Mm-hmm. It, it, there was nothing fiery about it. It was just in context that, that like you having a good fight, I'll beat you to pulp. Mm-hmm. If you said that, doesn't mean that you're going to use violence or anything like that. It's a political language. Mm-hmm. So I was a bit surprised that people are giving it some violence undertones and all that. He, ne- he never, I mean, exhibited anything which was a violent in character. So I was surprised. He was surprised. But I was there listening to what he said. We will not let you come to power. What does mm-hmm. it mean? Of course, that means we will we, break the eight. Okay. Yeah. You know that you don't determine who is uh, the one who comes to power. Electoral commission. So it's all like political talk. No matter the, the, the fever uh, pitch it might be, no politician determines who becomes president. The electorate will go and vote. We pray that it will be smooth. There wouldn't be any violence. And then the Electoral Commission will do its work. And then it's published. Mm. So we've done this several times. But you've, you've seen and heard the reactions, at least. The NDC has issued a statement asking for the arrest of Brian Champong. Out of place, you say? Totally out of place. I was very surprised that they have this overreaction. Immediately you go into that kind of frenzy, it will help the nation. Mm. It's a, oh, are you sure you have the power to determine your, because of the economy you are coming back? You can also reply that way, that rather we'll boot you out. Mm. So when you say we'll boot you out, it's a metaphor. It doesn't mean we are going to use okay. our foot. We'll use our thumb. Mm. Meanwhile, Executive Secretary of the Institute for Democratic Governance, Dr. Emmanuel Akwete, wants the president to intervene before the situation escalates. Given that he's a minister and he's a member of parliament, and he makes the statement, uh, it cannot be taken lightly and given the precedent or antecedent. And that is why I endorse the point that the police ought to invite him for interrogation. Probably this is something that should be done and the public fully aware and seen and informed. 
so that it will deter further action. But finally, I think the person to speak is the president on this matter and his ability to dismiss it as not his policy is extremely important because he took action against Brian Echampon. Uh, the committee report, uh, you remember the short commission report on what happened and how they were mobilized and so on, didn't get fully implemented. Other things were, were rejected as they overstepping their boundaries. But there's a precedent. That's um, Dr. Emmanuel Akwete there. Now, the Ghana Water Company says it is beginning the process to prosecute defaulting water consumers after failing to meet the deadline agreed for payment. The company last week started an aggressive debt collection drive to collect over 800 million CDs in unpaid bills. According to the company, some high-consuming entities that entered into an agreement to pay their bills have refused, forcing Ghana Water to initiate legal action. Head of Public Relations, that's a communications director, Stanley Mati, says the company will not rest until all monies in arrears are collected. Things, uh, things are going very well. Um, anywhere we've visited, um, people have made payment. And so we expect that it's going to continue um, 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 uh, as, we, as we move on. And like I said, um, when we're moving on our rounds, uh, we are not going to stop with this exercise until we collect all, um, uh, all 800 million cities, all the Ghana Water Company um, Limited. So it may not end next week, it may not end a week after, a month after, but until the 800 million CDC is paid. And you know, every month, at the, end of, or at the end of every month, we still add on more because we need to bill our customers and they need to pay. So um, uh, much bills are out now and we expect that um, everybody will pay in addition to arrears so that we don't build on the 800 million CDC. But uh, I can assure you, that everything is moving on very, very well. People are paying the way they should. And especially with the education that is going on, it's making things um, um, easier. People are complaining about the economic situation, but then the thing is, you have consumed the water already. People are even co- uh, complaining of the fact that they do not get regular flow. But at least with the little that you, you, uh, you, you, you have consumed, that is what we have built you for, and we need money for it. That's the head of communications of the Ghana Water Company Limited, Stanley Marty. Now, health authorities in the Buna East region have bemoaned the increasing rate of maternal deaths across the area, with the region's maternal mortality rate slightly increasing from 76,000 deaths in 2021 to 88,000 deaths in the year 2022. This was reviewed by the Deputy Director in Charge of Public Health at the Regional Health Directorate, Dr. Paulina Clara Apia. She said this is largely as a result of delay in reaching health facilities by pregnant women in labor. Anna Sabit has more. Maternal mortality rate in Ghana has seen a steady decline over the past few decades due to several factors and robust systems put in place by health authorities to ensure safe pregnancy and delivery. However, the Bunis region saw its maternal mortality rate slightly increasing from 76 per 100,000 births in the year 2021 to 88 per 100,000 births in the year 2022. This was disclosed by the Deputy Director in Charge of Public Health at the Bunei Regional Health Directorate, Dr. Paulina Clara Pia. In the past year, 2022, uh, maternal mortality ratio was 88 per 100,000 live births, which was slightly higher than the previous one, that's 2021, which we had 76 per 1,000 live births. And um, so uh, we have looked into our data to see what attributed to the slight uh, increase. 
She noted that about 30% of these deaths were caused by a client's delay in reaching health facilities for medical care. So basically, there are three main reasons for the, the slight increase. One was um, uh, patient factors, um, delay of the clients from coming to the hospital early enough. That accounted for about 30% of the deaths. And then the other were logistics issues and then also health uh, worker related. They accounted for our maternal mortality. The other thing too is, you know, there's a lot of, when it comes to pregnancy, a lot of spirituality and then uh, pregnant women listen to their, uh, their pastors and their, uh, their imams more. They also listen to the older women in the house. So sometimes you can teach all you want at the hospital, but they influence them a lot in the house. Some also take um, some concoctions because um, they want to um, deliver early. When they come to the hospital, they don't want to um, stay for that long. We stay on health-related issues and the plastic and reconstructive surgery department of the Confanochi Teaching Hospital could soon grapple with congestion as cases of burns and scalds increase in the Ashanti and adjoining regions. My colleague Emmanuel bright has more. 80% of childhood burn injuries occur in and around the home. Children below the ages of five are identified as the majority group. They endure excruciating pains from inflamed skin burns caused by hot liquids like water, soup and porridge. Research indicates most burn injuries are recorded in rural Ghana and frequently occurred in households with unsafe cooking arrangements. The accidents may be preventable with improved understanding of modifiable household risk factors and targeted initiatives. However, little is known about these risks as most households lack protective mechanisms while caregivers like pregnant mothers tend to neglect their older children. Dr. Emil Tano is a consultant at the Plastic and Reconstructive Department of CARTH. A woman, uh, most of the time when they are pregnant, they tend to neglect those before the pregnancy that is one and two you know we don't have protective mechanism at home like if i'm cooking mm. and the child is there maybe i have to put this barrier there so that the child cannot go to the fire applying gentian violet toothpaste smearing of chewed cola and sometimes cow dung on inflamed wounds are some traditional remedies employed in some households Dr. Tano reveals such treatment exacerbates the condition. Normally, if you have the one caused by fire, the flame burn, you are not some first aid, you pour water for 10 to 15 minutes. Get cold, the cold water? Yeah. Yes, water. Not the one no. from the fridge. Uh -huh. okay. That way to worsen it. Okay. So the one from the tap. Tap water, okay. You know, but normally, if you do that and then you put a, a cloth on it, clean one, and you bring them to the hospital because it's very painful. Mm. Inexperienced medical doctors have been advised to enhance their skills and to follow right referral procedures. Dr. Gilbert Obain is a senior resident consultant. So if it's more than 10% of the surface area, you are, uh, for a child, you are supposed to refer. Mm. If it's an adult, it's more than 15%, you are supposed to refer that patient. Sometimes they underestimate the extent of that burn injury. Yeah. If someone is spending six months in the hospital, it means that that child has lost school time. Emmanuel Bright Kweku, John News, Kumasi.
And it takes us to business mm. with Beverly Broom. Hello, Beverly. Hi, MFA. <laughs> Happy Easter to you. Happy Easter to you too, darling. <laughs> now, the business news on News Night is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Ghana Pay and Alliance Life. I'm Beverly Broom. We'll take a look at the details now. And senior lecturer at the University of Cape Coast Business School, Sarah Kawa, is calling on Ghana's economic management team to show more commitment in securing a deal from the International Monetary Fund. Now, this comes after the managing director of the IMF, Kristalina Gogiva, appealed to external creditors to consider granting debt relief to developing economies. Speaking to Joy Business, Mr. Kawa entreated Ghana's delegation currently attending the World Bank IMF Spring Meeting in the U.S. to be calculated in their attempts to secure a deal early. That report that came out is a bit worrying for us in Ghana because uh, our that easily shows that our leaders were not up to the tax. They've not been doing the engage, engagement that they need to make. And so a great opportunity for them to ensure that they meet these people. And I'm very sure that delegation from Bank of, from Ghana, including Bank of Ghana, are in the U.S. to meet these uh, countries. And so there is a lot of power play in place. The political dynamics, the geopolitics of the world will be playing a role. Sayam Kawa is a senior lecturer at the University of Cape Coast Business School. Now, the state insurance company says it will use its collaboration with the National Insurance Commission to deepen education on insurance to boost its penetration. Insurance penetration in Ghana is currently below 2%, a situation some industry players have described as worrying. Now, speaking on the executive launch on Troy News, area manager for Accra at SIC, Adelaide Fiavo, stated that her outfits will be leveraging on its workforce to introduce innovative ways to enhance education on insurance coverage. We are in collaboration with uh, NIC. Uh, we are educating the public. And uh, in our own way, we are also um, marketing. Uh, we organize storms uh, to educate the people. And as you know, uh, SIC is a big company. We have 46 outlets and with over 600 agents. With that, we are making some inroads in terms of... Currently, also, we are introducing what we call the Campus Secure, uh, which is uh, very um, attractive to the millennials. And so, somehow, we are coming... Gradually, the insurance industry should be able to make uh, milestones in terms of the penetration. So far, I think we are, we are making some efforts, and hopefully, we'll be able to get the insurance public to stem up. And finally, before we go, interest rates rose marginally as government recorded a slight oversubscription of its treasury bill sales. According to the latest auction by the Bank of Ghana, the rising rates is in tandem with the recent policy rate increase by the central bank. The following report has more. The auction result showed that the yield on the 91-day T-bill went up by 0.31% to 19.69%, whilst that of the 182-day T-bill increased to 22.24% from 21.85% the previous week. The rate on the 364-day T-bill also said to 26.95%. Some analysts have described the recent increase in the interest rate on the Treasury market as not surprising because the current rates do not match the prevailing macroeconomic condition. The policy rate is presently going for 29.5%, 
while average lending rate hover around 38%. Meanwhile, the government recorded a marginal 6.16% oversubscription of the T-bill sale to the tune of 1.88 billion cities. It, however, accepted 1.85 billion cities, more than the targeted amount of 1.76 billion Ghana cities. Chunk of the bids came from the 91-day T-bills. The government accepted all the bids from the 91-day and the 182-day T-bills. 1.293 billion Ghana cities and 422 million cities were obtained from these instruments. However, it accepted 140 million Ghana cities out of the 167 million tendered for the one-year bill. And that's all for Business or News Night, brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Ghana Pay and Alliance Life. MFA, over Thank to you. Thank you very much, Beverly. Let's see you more, okay? Sure. <laughs> now, let's talk about the Easter Soup Kitchen. After more than 20 years of feasting with the homeless, the Joy FM Easter Soup Kitchen makes a stop at the Wager Leprosarium. Management and top personalities, including Adam Naite and Mamafio Uswabwaje, of the station dined and danced with residents of the shelter. Well, tonight, management of the Wager Leprosarium are calling for urgent help uh, with essential food items like um, medical materials. They're also asking for food items and financial aid as they strive to keep up with the ballooning demands for its residents. Um, we'll give you excerpts of that um, shortly. But whilst we do that, I'll take you to Love FM. But first, let's do Easter Soup Kitchen, then we'll talk about Love FMs. This is the Wager Leprosarium. And this year, Joy FM Easter Soup Kitchen is here. Just to tell you a little bit about the Leprosarium before I talk to the managers itself. The Leprosarium has been operating since 1950, well over 70 years now. And this is a place where people living with leprosy come to seek refuge. It is one of many shelters across the country. But this is its headquarters and arguably the largest of its installment. But this year, Joy FM has chosen on Easter Monday to have to spend a full day with the residents here. And this is part of its Easter Soup Kitchen project that has been running since the year 2000. They are here to spend the day to dine and bond with the residents here. Committees, uh, more than Joy 99.7 FM. Uh, so, Father, thank you for allowing us to share Easter Monday with you. We are so happy that you've come here to share such joy and happiness with all our dear residents here. The way they've been stigmatized over the years is awful. For this little girl, hmm, we sent a team up to what? to distribute food and in their distribution of food they found this little girl she was abandoned the family have abandoned her, the mother ran away the grandfather said she's not human because she's leprosy and he wanted to do rituals so they, they, they just abandoned her we took her here and we've had to bring her to so many doctors since she came here one being a psychiatrist 
because she wouldn't talk. She, she, she just talks a little. She's learning how to talk. Mm. But she was so traumatized the way they treated her up in the north. Happy. You see, if you make somebody happy, you'll be happy. Yes. That's my, my, my philosophy. Make somebody happy. Make this little girl happy. If you make her happy, you'll be happy. Thank so, you, Father. So I want people to be happy. So I'm asking, you know, if somebody can sponsor the sports center, the event center, I'd be so happy, so happy if somebody can help me to be able to do these things, to make these happy. They shouldn't suffer. Mm. They've gone through too much suffering already. There's stigmatization and marginalization. I mean, one CD a day, it's not enough. Yeah, really. We've heard about the place. We've heard Father Campbell talk about the leprosy. We've, we've used it in news. We've covered stories. But I have never personally been here. And so I'm excited to be here to share. We talk about Christ sacrificing, the ultimate sacrifice. I'm a beneficiary of the sacrifice of Christ. This is what I can do in terms of also share the love of Christ with others. Spend time with people, uh, our friends. Look, I would cherish it always, and that's how that's how some I'm feeling the dance floor. And it's not coming out right, but it's okay. I mean, happy Easter, hello. From the Weja Leprosarium, we brought to you the Joy FM Easter Soup Kitchen. I'll take you now to Kumasi, the Ratway Park, where we had our Easter Monday edition of the Love FM family party in the park. And it saw scores of family units bonding and making merry. Patrons were treated to super exciting activities as they joining the fan of the season. Love FM's Nanabwachi Yadom has more. The green serene Rattree Park in Kumase was the major attraction of activities to climax the 2023 Easter festivities. The Love FM family party in the park saw over hundreds of families share memorable moments in a fun-filled outing at the biggest outdoor event in Osakrum. Children were perhaps the most excited as they participated in dancing competitions, face painting, bouncy castles, electric trains, trampoline, swimming, among other activities. Some patrons were joyous. Uh, we are four in number, myself, my wife, and two boys. And our coming here uh, is very, very nice and we don't regret. In fact, the activities that we've engaged, the kids have engaged themselves through, it's so exciting and it will remain indelible in their minds. And we also thank the organizers for this program. In fact, we want it to continue every year and then so that we can bring the family out for a very nice engagement. It's exciting. I came with my mother and my father and I make new friends and it's exciting. Marketing manager of Love and Insurefem, Isaac Entry, says the audience should expect more exciting events in the coming months. We should expect big things, you know, big things to happen. We, we have our traditional events. The party in the park has always been with us. The kids' party has always been with us. But uh, going forward, we'll be coming up with some new events, you know, so people should watch out. And as we would announce, you would always find out that we are the best. 
And that's how it went down today at uh, the Love FM party in the park, at the Rotary Park. Now, a public servant has many friends and admirers whilst he or she is in active service. What happens to that person when he or she leaves office? NDC flag bearer John Dramani Mahama has been sharing his new life as a former president. He was speaking at the end of uh, the Adabraka Assemblies of God District Easter Convention. Any possible office in the politics of this country I have occupied. There are those parades. You get the kind of welcome soldiers line up. You expect guards of honor. The band is playing tantara, tantara, tantara. And often what it does is it gives you a sense of immortality. If you are used to the trappings of office, you will think that you will never step out of that office. I used to live at Cantuans. For those of you who passed the Nafti Road, there was a barrier there. Every morning you find cars and people parked coming to see me. Every morning. The day we held the elections, results were announced. I called Dana Kufado. I conceded that I had lost. If you pass in front of that place, there wasn't a fly, not even a goat. <laughs> and so you must realize that all the trappings of office are transient. In the end, it is not all that embellishment that will take you forward in life. It is the respect you gain as a person and how you handled yourself with modesty and humbleness. Well, so how does um, Christians like John Ramani Mahama, who are in public, in the public eye, live that Christ-like life? Here are some answers. First musician, Diana Hamilton, says she has chosen uh, to live what she calls a single standard life. But what my father did that helped me was to introduce me to Christ so that I lived a single standard life. So that whatever I did or whatever I do when the lights are off, and whatever I do when the lights are on, there's no discrepancy, there's no difference. And if that's what you do, it becomes a way of life and you don't need to live double standards. And so whatever you see is what you get. This has been my way of life and it comes naturally. Well, for Professor Charles Godfrey with the ESA, who's also a missionary, being consistent with the truth is the answer to this question. Your first duty is uh, to uphold the truth and integrity that is consistent with your faith. So it doesn't matter whether people are happy or people are not happy. You just have to speak with grace and in love, but speak the truth all the same. So many times for the past 15 years of my research, I tried to to stick to facts and uh, to communicate what the data says, knowing that it's politics and people are sensitive. Speaking on last night's edition of The Probe, lawyer and MP for Ibaka South, Samuel Atachi also said he chooses to be decent and indecorous in his work. When you get in there, which everybody who is serious and is a Christian wants to go into politics, it doesn't mean that what they do, you do it. Mm. For example, for all the gold in the world, I can't be lying for MPP. I mean, if you give me a billion dollars, now look, this is a matter on the table. Can you trick it so that MPP will look good? Mm-hmm. I, I will not be able to do that. But what I believe MPP is doing and is sound, I'll be able to articulate it. Not with an acerbic tongue. I'm toxic in my orientation. I'm so full of propaganda. I want to say things I've not even seen in the name of a political party. I've compromised my faith. If you do it faithfully, the results will be better than the one who's using all kind of world dynamics, you know, and the traditions of the world and the tactics of the world underground. I mean, I, I believe it's, it's going to pay off. 
staying in the public eye and remaining Christ-like. Um, that full interview is currently on on the Joy News channel. Well, just before we go, traditional worshippers in the Akachi South District in the Volta region are asking government to institute a public holiday to commemorate their practice. Hundreds of the worshippers who gathered in Afetoku Boji Shrine at Dagba Metoto pay homage to their gods, express concern about the bad road networks which they say is affecting productivity. Secretary at the shrine, Sam Davis Davo, who read the speech on behalf of the high priest, made the request. Ivy Satoji has the rest of the story in this report. The celebration, which was held in a huge chapel-like shrine, has huge patronage from all over the world with very notable people in the society, including some non-politicians. Some residents who have been speaking to join in tax government to consider constructing access roads from Akachi Township to Dagbamati community. The road is so bad, so we are appealing to the government to come to our aid. Sam Davis Davos noted that there is a need for traditional worshippers to also have their own public holidays. was also used to commission the biggest and most beautiful palace in the Volta region. I visited Joy News, Abatoku Boji Shrine. And that's how we end the special edition of News Night, uh, Easter Monday style. There's more when you log on to myjoyonline.com1990 policing style cannot be used in 2023. Peter Tobu also there. Nyahota Maklo calls out Brian e. Champong for irresponsible, violence, destructive and senseless statement. Let's emulate Christ-like features in our political endeavors. That's according to John Dramani Mahama and George Adu Jr. joins the BBC. There's more on myjoyonline.com. I am MFA enjoy what's left of today's of the holiday happy easter once again isn't life 